So, Harry. Yes. In light of this film we're about to discuss, mm-hmm. I have to ask, mm-hmm. have you ever been nude on camera? No, not to my knowledge. Not to your knowledge. Well, that, that, actually, that's a very, that's a different question, isn't it, really, to your knowledge? I mean, <laughs> I've not, I've, I've not talked about the, the hidden cameras in this flat. You know. <laughs> I've, I've also not been naked in this flat, to oh, my sure. knowledge. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was in the drinks. Um, <laughs> that got sinister, sorry. Um, <clears throat> well, if you, if you haven't ever been nude on camera, to your knowledge, okay. what would it take I'm not putting an offer on the table, but like, you know, <laughs> would you ever consider getting naked? What would it take to get you naked on camera, do you think? Well, if it, if it was promised to be my big break and, you know, mm-hmm. would stop me being so typecast as a um, as a uh, Disney TV show kind of sure, person, yeah. Mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, I guess. Are you um, saying like after this podcast wraps up and you, you launch your solo career, it's mm-hmm. going to be all nude Harry all the time? Okay. Harry's naked podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> sure, that works. Okay, well, um, um, yeah. So yeah, tune in for Harry's naked podcast. I coming, for- come, come to your ears near you soon. Oh, <laughs> coming to my ears. Okay, I look forward to hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Boxer, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to showgirls. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most... Breast. Breast? (laughs) About your person? Or... Well, if I wasn't going to make the joke, then you probably sure, would. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And joining me as always, the biggest tit of the podcast, oh, John Lucas. there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, that was oh, fun. Very good. Um, showgirls? Showgirls, yeah. Yeah? Uh, wh- wh- why do you subject me, th- subject me to this? Oh, this has been on my list for ages. Why haven't you, you done it earlier? I know, I don't know. I was just, I feel like I was waiting for the perfect time and the perfect time never arose. And I was like, you know what, let's just, <laughs> let's just do it. Let's yeah. just get, get it out there. So, I mean, this is, yeah, this, this is one of my all time favorites. It's <laughs> such a good time. Mm-hmm. What did you think? It's a bit silly. Bits. Uh, <laughs> Master of understatements <laughs> as always, Ali. Oh, it's a bit silly. Yeah. Not the most credible film in the world. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Good. Um, this is maybe the most bizarre film that i've ever watched <laughs> really more so than the room more so than like yeah I don't know else. yeah I'd, in what way in what sense do you find it bizarre and just how was how it sold to people mm-hmm. how is it sold to the people in it how is it sold to the people mm-hmm. making it how is it sold to people as a film to go and watch and buy mm-hmm. well I, I, don't, I, I, I just don't understand how this film got made sure sure <laughs> that's a different podcast i know i know <laughs> I can answer some of those questions. Some of those questions can't be... For some of those questions, the answer is just cocaine, mm-hmm. basically, as is often the case in Hollywood. Okay, okay. Sometimes if there's no answer, the answer is cocaine. Yep. So this film was directed by a guy called Paul Verhoeven, mm-hmm. who you will probably know for having directed uh, Robocop, the original, mm-hmm. and Starship Troopers. Right, yeah. He, and so, you know, he, he does big, silly mm-hmm. films, mo- like action, mostly films, you know, mm-hmm. very over-the-top, very campy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also did a film that I wish we could do, but it got a really bad sequel uh, called Basic Instinct, which is the film he did right. before this, which is a famous erotic thriller. Mm-hmm. 
It's a film where Sharon Stone, who was a very sexy actress in the 90s, has an iconic scene. She plays like a, is she or isn't she a murderer kind of character, mm-hmm. where she's getting interrogated by the police and she distracts the police ah, by one, yeah. uncrossing her legs and mm-hmm. showing full, like a, a, a split second of uh, her vagina. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very iconic, sexy moment in film. Mm-hmm. And so he got, that film was a huge, huge success. And so it was like, and, and that was in the 90s, these kind of erotic thrillers were really popular, I mm-hmm. guess. Like the, it was kind of a very popular genre. People couldn't really download porn, so they just watched erotic <laughs> thrillers instead. Yeah. Yeah. And so this was marked as it as like the next step after Basic Instinct. Like mm-hmm. that showed you that showed you a peak. This is gonna show you the whole tit and minge. Like, I mean, it showed you too much, to be honest. <laughs> I, I got immune to it by the end. That's what I was gonna ask you. Do you find as a as a heterosexual man, did you find this film particularly sexy? <laughs> not no no. Yeah. No. Uh, like not really at any sense. Yeah. It, like not, not, not even like your first little hint of cleavage or something. Mm. It was like, Oh, there is no hint of cleavage. It goes straight to like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah, no, this, this, this film doesn't do foreplay. No, no, it really doesn't. It just goes straight in there. Yeah. yeah and it really could have done with doing a bit of foreplay before showing yeah. us everything. Bit rough. Yeah. Yeah. It's lube up first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I agree. I mean, this is on my long list of films that Little John discovered late night on Channel 4. This was always <laughs> a late night film because it was it was one of those films, I think. This is the thing. This film came out and it got horrible reviews, as you can well imagine. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most famous So Bad It's So so Bad It's Good films of all time. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, it was just considered bad. It got horrible reviews. It was a complete flop. It was a disaster. You know, it killed everyone's careers involved, more or less. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of immediately kind of it it, it it lost money at the box office, but within a few years, it actually became very profitable as one of the most rented movies of all time. Right. Or one of the most rented VHSs of all time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also was always on show on like slightly adulty channels late night. So mm-hmm. in America, I think VH1 bought it and put it into constant rotation. Mm-hmm. And here it was Channel 4. It was all, every Friday night at like 1am, if you happen to be up, Showgirls was probably on. <laughs> so I saw this film, I think when I was, yeah, too young to be watching this film. Mm-hmm. I think this film may have turned me gay. Seriously. Like, <laughs> because you know, the, the presentation of female... It's not just that it's, it's not unsexy. Mm-hmm. The presentation of female sexuality in this film is legitimately terrifying. <laughs> like, it's terrifying. Yeah, it really it's is. It's so aggressive. So yep. I think little 11-year-old John, whenever I first watched this, was just like, oh, no. Oh, no, I don't want any of that. No. Like, yep. <laughs> she's going to headbutt me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's it's fair. it's truly scary. Like and also hilariously entertaining. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's So Elizabeth Berkeley. Yes. Naomi Malone. Yes. Do you think that she the actor has uh, like knows what sex is? <laughs> That's the other question. Like, I mean, in her defense, the because uh, this she really got a lot of stick for this film, obviously. Really? She, yeah, I know. She, I mean, she's not good in it. Let's be real. <laughs> like, I think one of the reasons this film is a camp classic is it's like, I think for a real camp classic, it can't be a film that like is trying to be bad, where everyone's like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. This is you know like yeah. Sharknado kind of stuff. Yeah, Th- yeah. Those kind of films are fun, but I wouldn't call them camp because mm. everyone's in on the joke, and camp mm. you have to. I think someone has to be not in on the joke. Yeah. And I think in this film, the other actress, Gina Gershon, who plays Crystal Connors, Mm -hmm. she's in on the joke. Mm -hmm. I think she knows exactly what she's in and she's kind of chewing the scenery a little bit and being very kind of vampy and fun. And I feel like Elizabeth Berkley, and I think people have said, you know, who were involved in the film, like she took it very seriously. She didn't realize what a piece (laughs) of trash. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, (laughs) She didn't quite get the joke, you know, and it does show in the performance, Mm -hmm. definitely. Like, and also she's maybe... 
not you know she, she came from saved by the bell which you know you probably never saw because it's mm-hmm. a bit before yeah. your time but like she'd come from like kids tv mm-hmm. and it was that kind of classic thing of like well what is a child star and even in, in saved by the bell she was never like she's obviously she's very like attractive she's got a great body i'm not criticizing her personally but mm-hmm. in saved by the bell she wasn't the considered the sexy one she was like the nerdy one and then there was this other oh. girl called Tim, tiffany Tiffany Feast, and I think her name was, who was like the, the sex bot bomb. Mm-hmm. So this was very much that thing of like the nerdy girls, like I'm going to show my boobs and make everyone realize I'm a woman. Like, and yeah, I mean, you, you, she certainly does that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in her defense, like the director did say afterwards, like all the crazy things that she does in this film, the ridiculous over the top acting mm-hmm. was how she was directed. So, okay. you know, it's not entirely her fault. Okay, sure, sure. But yeah, it's really one for the ages. Like, yeah. Yeah, it is. Because a lot of a lot of more famous actors uh, either were rejected for this or turned it down. So that Sh- like Charlie's in- Ferron almost got this role. Okay. Yeah. Um, Drew Barrymore turned it down because it was too much nudity. Yeah. Good decision. Sure. Yeah. I think they're the main two. They were the main two. Charlie's Ferron and yeah, and Drew Barrymore were the main two who turned it down. Mm-hmm. Like people, and I think yeah, I think Charlie's Ferron probably thanks her lucky stars every single day. She did. Yeah. Get, because you know <laughs> she won an Oscar, and I don't think I don't think she would have won an Oscar if she'd been in this. No, probably not. No. <laughs> yeah. But there, I mean, it is it, it is a crazy, crazy performance, and you do have to wonder whether a more talented actress would have been able to give it a bit more subtlety, maybe yeah, a bit more nuance. Yeah, because I, I think a lot of it is that there's not a lot going on behind the eyes. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really it's yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, the, the, there's never a smooth jump between emotions. Mm. That's one thing that I noticed. The jarring tonal shifts. It's, yeah, so, it's so jarring, isn't yeah. it? Like she'd be completely happy and then suddenly she's in a strop. I, I was watching carefully this 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 watch for this podcast. I've seen it obviously many times before. Toddlers have more nuance than I she does. I am pretty sure, I'm not even hyper, being hyperbolic, I'm pretty sure she storms out of every single scene she's in. <laughs> <laughs> every scene ends with her just storming out the room and slamming a door and screaming. Like mm-hmm. She never just like, you know... Has, a, has an ordinary human conversation. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, everything is from like zero to 60. Like, God, she yeah. does storm out of so many, doesn't yeah. she? She also never... Wow. Yeah. I'm just thinking of, just remembering more and more scenes that like, oh yeah, she stormed out of that one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my, fav- my favorite moment happens very early on. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just see into the plot summary. So yeah. it opens pretty cold. She is Nomi Malone. She's hitchhiking. She's al- alone girl in her late teens early 20s mm-hmm. hitchhiking her way to vegas where she dreams of becoming a, a famous dancer mm-hmm. she gets picked up by like a sleazebally trucker kind of guy yeah uh, he kind of says hey you can sit a bit close if you want yep. and she responds immediately goes straight to pulling a knife on him <laughs> just like yeah. not like hey back off dude i'm actually just straight to like knife in the throat like yeah. i mean at this point i'm still giving the film the benefit of the doubt and sure. i'm like okay so like in her backstory which maybe we'll go into maybe not like Clearly, other men have been bad to her in the past, yeah. and she just can't be asked in the time of day. Sure. So she's just like, no, I can be polite to this person, and then he tries to rape me, or I can just show him a knife now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's valid, yeah. I mean, we yeah. do get that backstory, but way too late and way too little. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> also, this film is long. It is a long two and a half hour film. It's like two hours 15, I think. But yeah, yeah it does. And yeah, it does. Her backstory comes in like the last like, two minutes. It's literally at the very end. Yeah. Oh, by the way, she was, yeah, her mum and dad killed themselves and she's got a fake name and she was a prostitute. Okay. Credits roll. Yeah. yeah it's mad. Yeah. It's absolutely. Yeah, Cause at that point you just kind of like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have that like emotional hit of being like, no, it Oh, really doesn't. Like, that's like, why she's in so much pain. Like, <laughs> it's not interesting. No. But if you, but those words written down, like, Oh, that's a lot going on right there. That's pretty interesting. Mm. It's just that it's all revealed as like a weird exposition dump. It's not mm. like a, you know, normally in a serious drama or something, if you've got this, you'd have like a dramatic flashback mm-hmm. or 
you'd have a really emotional conversation where she like comes to terms with what her yeah. damage is. Yeah. But this is just like, you were, your mum and dad killed each other and you've been a prostitute and credits. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, we'll probably get to it, maybe. But <laughs> uh, that whole bit is so weird because it's that's in like a background check yeah. that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But they don't actually react to her having an insane history. No, <laughs> like the worst background check that you could. You, you, yeah, she's you failed could, that. Like, like she's 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 wanted in many states. Yeah, like she just keeps like starting a new life and moving on somewhere else. And they're like, mm. no, no, we're still going to put her on billboards and stuff. <laughs> and she literally drives off immediately. Yeah, well, nothing in this film makes any sense. <laughs> no, no, nothing makes sense. You're right. There's no transitions. Nothing has any consequence that happens. Mm. It's just like a random collection of crazy scenes most yeah. of which involve a, a, a huge amount of naked boobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway so she gets picked up and driven into vegas and she, she tells this guy she wants to be a dancer and he says he maybe can help her out and they end up in a casino because of course it's vegas mm-hmm. and he ends up stealing her suitcase he leaves her well like she leaves her suitcase in, in the his, car yeah in she's his pretty car, stupid like, yeah. yeah like and she's doing a big face as they're like i've really got to trust this guy mm. why yeah why you don't yeah. know who this man is and then what? You go into a casino, literally just get distracted by slot machines. That really made me laugh how she he gives her like a ten dollar note, doesn't he, to like yeah. play some slots while he goes and talks to his uncle. You know, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Quotes, yeah. Never seen again. Yeah. But then so she <laughs> this is an example of the crazy transitions. So she puts some money into a slot machine and she wins a big jackpot and she's like, yeah. Hooray! And she's like flinging coins in the air and she's so happy. <laughs> like, yeah. Which yeah, I don't know. So happy. And then it just hard cuts to like, oh my god, I've lost everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. God damn it. Like, yeah. It's which, so fast. Which, sure. I mean, that, yeah, that's Vegas. Baby. That's how Vegas works. Yeah, but sure. uh, yeah, it's, it, it's just the way that it wasn't that that guy stole her her stuff. It was more that like she had no way of contacting him and she just forgot. She yeah. just got distracted doing it. And then she suddenly remembers like, oh shit, that guy. I have a suitcase. Bag. Yeah. And, like, he's left. He might not have like wanted to steal it. He might have just needed to go somewhere. That's true. Yeah. We never find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So she finds out that she's lost her suitcase and then she just has this like weird panic attack freak out. Oh, this, so this is the first of many um, of her uh, just way, way over the top strops. Oh, yeah. And also the first of just anybody not including her behaving just weirdly, reacting weirdly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is when we meet Molly. Yeah. Molly. The only um, uncomplicatedly nice person in this film. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else is a horror. <laughs> and uh Yeah. And so Nomi is, well, the, the, the guy parked up next to Molly's car yeah. and uh, Nomi is just having a strop, just beating up Molly's car yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Just, just like the nearest hit, object she can start pounding yeah, she's on. she's just hitting and like smashing her head against it. And like, yeah. this girl is insane. Yeah, yeah. Like, stay away from her. Like, mm. it doesn't matter if your car gets like dented or something, just stay away from her. Yeah. She is Put yourself in Molly's news. position for a moment. You've just popped down to the shops or something. Yeah. Or you're coming out of work. You see a crazed woman yeah. just bashing on your car and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and like, you try and put, like, she pulls her away and then she just throws she up just immediately. She vomits out of nowhere, yeah. For no reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's not talked about. And then it's like, smash cut to sometime later they're the best friends in the world well molly takes pity on it and takes her for like some food like for some fast food oh yeah sorry yeah sorry you that's, can't yes. skip this scene this scene was so, insane so, yeah. sorry yeah the, well, the, 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 there is still a smash cut but yeah so they go for food and what does what, what does molly say to her that just makes her throw her chips everywhere <laughs> yeah that's what i was saying this is my first <laughs> moment this is my first favorite <laughs> moment by far of the insane acting choices that elizabeth berkeley makes so Molly asks a very reasonable question of a person you've just met who's clearly very distressed. 
and oh, you know, where are you from? Where it? are you from? And like, that's such a that's, that's a normal question. Very it's normal, non-intrusive question. It, like you could just say anywhere. Yeah. Or you could just say like around the place. Or, or you could say what she says. Different crazes. <laughs> <laughs> she just flings the chips in the air, yeah. like literally flings the chips in the air, like not like bangs the tape, bangs the fist down, and like oh no, the chips. Mm. She like puts her hands in and just goes like whoop in the like air. She's lost the game of Monopoly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's hurling the table. Yeah, different places. Yeah, and then Molly's like, "Do you want to live with me?" Yeah, <laughs> like, like whoa, Mo- Molly, no. run far, run fast. These yeah. are bad choices. <laughs> yeah, like she's beat up your car. She's clearly insane. Mm-hmm. You cannot have a conversation with this woman without her just going mad yeah. and getting violent mm-hmm. why do you want to invite her into your home what what part do you want to like try and fix about this woman yeah or like <laughs> why why has she earned your help why do you want to be friends with her she's been horrible to she you she never already. earns anyone's friendship in this no. film she's horrible to everyone literally everyone <laughs> and she's our heroine like she's yeah. such a fundamentally dislikable heroine it's oh, so she's funny so bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know anybody here? You got any family that you can call? I don't have any family. Where are you from? Back east. From where back east? Different places. So yeah, so Molly invites us to live with this her. Ha- this happens again as well yeah. because, like, shortly afterwards, we meet the bouncer. What's his mm. name? Um, James. I can't remember. I think it's James. Sure, let's call it's not him, important. Let's, really. call, let's call him James for now. But yeah, it's, it's not really important. And like, he, I mean, well, through his own fault, I can't. I, I kind of guess he loses his job yeah. immediately. <laughs> and, I mean, their meet their meeting is hilarious. It, it, that's something else. So. If this is a bit later. We can jump around the plot, but like at, at a certain point, Molly takes um, Nomi. Nomi. Molly takes Nomi to a dance club, mm-hmm. and she's. T- I mean, <laughs> firstly, it's the weirdest dance club in the world. Yeah, like the music is so like distant and echoey, yeah. and it's, yeah. and it doesn't feel like an era of dance music that exists in humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like oh, this was the nineties. Like, what what is this? Yeah, well, it, I mean, it, it sounds like the sort of thing you'd have on like. A, a mid-industrial alien planet. Yeah. Um, I, cu- I couldn't even tell you what the music sounded like because I was so distracted by Nomi's bizarre dancing, her club have you, dancing. Have you seen Elaine from Seinfeld dancing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's this, but like turned up to 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything in this performance is yeah. up to 11. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's the kind of dancing, if you see someone in a club dancing like this, you step away from them. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you you know that this person is on a lot of drugs yeah. and things are about to go wrong. There's and, definitely and about if, to be a fight. If yeah. you talk to them, they will stab you immediately, yeah. unprompted. Yeah. And so what does this guy who is a bouncer go up and do? I mean, I guess he's like off shift for a couple of minutes or something. Maybe he's I don't know. in the club, mm. whatever. He's like, well... He has a conversation with his buddies. They're like, well, we're not allowed to 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 join in. That's not part of our job. Mm-hmm. But the boss isn't here. So he goes and joins in. And exactly as predicted, she just starts a fight. Well, yeah, he asks her if she wants... I think he says that, oh, you're a really good dancer. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Lies. Uh, well, also the thing is about like his whole storyline with her is he's like hypnotized by how great of a dancer she is. I'm like, she burns while she dances. I'm like, from what? Yeah. <laughs> she dances- have we seen her be good at dancing? She dances like the Incredible Hulk. It's like, Hulk smash, yeah. Hulk smash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So much punching. Like, yeah. 
you'd have to really create a perimeter around someone who dances like that because when Molly's like right up dancing with her, she's having to like dodge the fists <laughs> or like as part of the dance move. It's it's dangerous. It's a liability. But yeah, he said. I think he says something to her like, "Oh, you know, I could really teach you to dance, though. Like, you, you've got the raw talent, lies. But I could, you know, teach you the technique." Mm-hmm. And her response is rather than, rather than be like, "Oh, thanks," or, or "No, thank you," mm-hmm. she just knees him in the balls. Yeah, just but knees him square in the balls. No reason. Absolutely no reason. Like he's not done anything that wrong. At worst, he's been like a little bit presumptuous. He's not like feeling her up or like yeah. you know being really inappropriate. He just is like, "Hey, you're a bad dancer. I can make you better." Yeah, knees him in the balls. Immediately a fight breaks out. Yep. She walks off laughing. It's like the whole club bursts into a fight. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's like, it's, it is like, like that It's moment. like a Western saloon. Absolutely. It's yeah. Suddenly it's a full punch up. Yeah. Um, and she ends up getting arrested. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up bailing her out the next day. Yeah. Which costs a lot of money. Why are you bailing yeah. her out? I know. Look, she... what, what, what does she do to deserve it? She need you in the balls. She's also a terrible dancer. Use your eyes. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, exactly. Like, and she again, she has no gratitude whatsoever. Yeah, Absolutely I mean, maybe zero. he's he's just smitten with her a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, questionable, but sure. Yeah. No, I mean, that's what we're supposed to believe that she's just so irresistible and so enchanting and so charming <laughs> that people just can't help helping her. Like, yeah. you know, people just want to be nice to her. Yeah. But she has absolutely zero gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, and like, then he gets another job as a uh, what do you call it? The people who work in a hotel just like moving luggage around. Oh, you mean he gets himself a job? She's not doing that job. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he gets a job as like a bellhop kind of guy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, at one point, she just, she she walks up and meets him at work and starts having a conversation with him and he's having a conversation with her. His boss comes up and starts shouting at him, just like, no, no, move those move those bags. And then he loses it. Yeah. And just and just goes mad and he just starts Yeah, this woman costs him two jobs. Yeah. Mm. And like, well, the, to be fair, he kind of cost himself both those jobs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because the first one, he said, right, I'm going to go and break the rules. And did that and lost mm. his job. And then the second one, he just gives up his job because he's in like an, an, a, fine, a kind of minor, unimportant conversation with this yeah. girl. Like the kind of conversation that you could just be like, sorry, I need to get back to work. Yeah. It's not important. It's not like, oh, my mum died or something. And yeah. No, he's just he's just smitten with her and, and yeah. the way she burns when she dances. Yeah. And he wants to teach her how to dance. Yeah. We might as well finish his plot line because it's so unrelated to the rest of the film. It really is. And like, it really oh, just disappears. Yeah, like, I thought, like, is this guy just going to be in it for the whole thing? Like, what's what, what's his storyline? And then it re- it just fades away. It really just disappears. So, yeah, she, he's the closest thing to, like, a legitimate love interest. Yeah. Where he's obviously smitten with her and he's, like, saying, well, I want to teach you how to dance. Mm-hmm. And then they have a... I mean, they have sex. Well, no, they don't have sex. No, no, no. It's, it's a, another extremely bizarre thing extremely so, bizarre and so yeah. like I've, I've, ri- I've written this song or this dance or whatever yeah, and, yeah. And, and i want i want i want you to do it so follow my lead and like he does some weird dance and then she just gets does her extremely violent sort of kickbox dancing yeah. again. the only the only style she knows yeah yeah and, Taekwondo. So, and, and so yeah he's like dodging all the, the fists yeah, yeah just dodging everything like that and uh, then ends up with her sitting on his lap and then starts giving him a lap dance and like mm. was this the plan <laughs> is this is this part of the choreography? Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, sure. Um, but whatever. So she starts uh, doing that lap dance, and then you know it starts. She uh, getting he, sexual. Yeah, yeah, like like they start they start snogging. Goes straight for tongues. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the weirdest first kiss ever. Um, and he pulls her top down and starts fondling her breasts, mm-hmm. and then he he put he puts her hand into her pants, and she's like, no, 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 I'm on my period. Mm. And then, so he, then he has this thought like, oh, she's just pulling an excuse because she doesn't want to have sex. I'll try and talk her out of this. Nah, you're not. You're not on your period. I don't believe you. And then she's like, yeah, no, I am. 
look or whatever. <laughs> no, like, feel it. He, put, he, but yeah. he, he she puts his hand down yeah, there, and I guess check. check. And I like guess he, he puts gets his a... hand down and must just have like blood all over his hands. That's really sexy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not a thing. And then he's like, "Oh, we could put down towels. It's fine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How desperate is this guy? <laughs> We found out later that he's not having any trouble like getting his end away. So no, like, like literally, like hours after that, he just meets somebody else, gives mm. that person this part that he's created out of nowhere. Like, there's never mm. mentioned if he has like a a venue or a show or if he works. We see for them doing the dance where it's like he's naked and then she's naked and they're doing. And I was like, what is the act here? Yeah, I know. Is it's... this in another strip club? Because if so, I understand why the guys it are a bit annoyed. Like it was in the first strip club. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I but he's know. naked. It's like, well, I understand why this isn't going over well if this is a heterosexual straight club and you're just <laughs> nude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, all the strip. None of the strip clubs made sense, but. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she goes back to his apartment and he's got another girl there. It's that classic story. Yeah. Um, even though he loves Nomi, he's mm. just slept with this other woman. Well, he has a great excuse, to be fair. And I think we can all relate to this because, he, you know, when he when she catches him with this other woman mm-hmm. who's another stripper at the same bar and then she like, you know, she dumps him, whatever. And he, and he, goes, he takes her outside and he says, very seriously, he says, I have a problem with pussy. <laughs> always have, always will. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's an epidemic. What can yeah, you say? no, yeah. sure. We all, we all have that problem. Yeah. Then to conclude his story, she she meet Nomi meets up with him again in the strip in club, a night club after, yeah. after he's done his thing or whatever, and uh, he's like, "Well, I, I'm getting married." And she's like, "Do you love her? Do you love her?" And he's like, "No, oh, I don't. I don't know." And like she's pregnant. She she's pregnant. So you know, I, I guess, guess we're getting married. Guess and I'm, guess, 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 I married. guess my life's over. And then it just yeah, and then it just lingers on this man doing the saddest face. Ever. Yeah. probably the best acting of the film. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And like the saddest face ever. And like, oh my god, that man is about to commit suicide. Like yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible way to talk about fatherhood. Yeah, and then he's never seen again. <laughs> yeah. That's the end of his plot line. That's, that's it. He's done. Yeah. <laughs> and that really made me confused as well about like what do you think is the time frame of this movie i, oh, I don't know time Absolutely has no meaning in this film yeah because it, 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 could, it could be a few days a few weeks it could even be a year or two yeah. i think it must yeah it must be closer to a year considering all the things that she does like mm. to get to, but also if you told me it was just like some crazy weekend that she had like yeah, yeah. just blasted into town and like <laughs> ruined everyone's lives and blasted out again like yeah. you could believe it the only because the only thing that breaks that theory is the fact that he gets another girl pregnant which that takes at least three months before you can be sure right or like 12 weeks or whatever like no that's not that before you tell people okay uh but you, you can find out much quicker but uh but if you're not trying for a baby i, I can't imagine that him, him and this stripper were like hoping to be pregnant yeah no yeah no, so I, you know you, you'd have, she'd have to realize she she was late and then you know so it, mm-hmm. i know a lot of, a reasonable amount of time has to pass and then they decide to get married and stuff it's like how much time is passing here yeah i guess that if you're there about like deciding to get married then you're probably pretty sure and that's not going to be like the instant morning after stuff that's what i mean yeah um and also these things are never correct in films it turns out no of course uh, yeah. but my main my main question was who only gets engaged in vegas Mm-hmm. true yeah not even married yet. <laughs> yeah like is, is there ever that period of like you get engaged but you, you think you, about you're, it, not, yeah. you're not quite got married yet yeah you, if you're doing you're it shotgun Vegas? the opportunities are right there just yeah. just just go and find an elvis impersonator and get it done mm. you know yeah so uh yeah that's, yeah that's, that's a very bizarre and pointless plot line that kind of eats up a good 30 minutes of this movie mm-hmm. but i guess the main plot line is much more about <laughs> about nomi's journey from being a dancer to being a stripper to being a dancer again i don't know yeah so she moves in with Molly, mm-hmm. her 
inexplicably kindly friend mm-hmm. and they're living in this little trailer together and molly works at, as a costume designer mm-hmm. at the stardust casino mm-hmm. yeah which is the big ticket it's one of the big ones and they've got a show called goddess which is like the big show mm. and nomi dreams of being in stardust but she can only get into cheetahs which is like a low rent strip club yeah <laughs> Uh, should we talk about cheetahs? Yes, yeah, definitely. Please. Definitely. So, so, so she's, she's, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> this, this. This was maybe the best part. Yeah. So she's a stripper at cheetahs and it's run by this sleazeball called Al, I think he's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his, his glamorous, his glamorous assistant wife. I wasn't sure what the relationship was here. I have no idea what their relationship uh, was. Mama, Mama Bazoom, who was yeah. maybe my favorite character. No, it was a hundred percent. Hair or crystal, but mm. definitely up there as one of the be- best performances in the film. Mm-hmm. Like a performance by someone who knows exactly what film she's in. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> I think as a kid, I was like, is that a drag queen? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was really unsure. Yeah. Yeah. Nomi's working in the strip club, which is run by Al, who's this very, very like, they have this very antagonistic relationship where he's just like constantly sexually harassing and saying, mm-hmm. you'll never be anything more than a stripper. Yeah. You need to, I'm not even going to take you back if you suck my dick. You know, it's mm-hmm. really vile stuff. And then, you know, to jump ahead like later in the film she ends up leaving and getting a new job at mm-hmm. you know the stardust she moves up and and again he's like you'll you'll be crawling back and all this kind of stuff where's my blowjob exactly where's my blowjob and then just like out of nowhere there's this like crazy sentimental scene where we're supposed it's to believe so the, yeah, where it's like where they almost start crying yeah where it's like suddenly he's like a father figure yeah <laughs> and it's really unexplained and out of nowhere yeah and, th- and then it's never and then, and then, and then he's, he's never well. seen again she's yeah. never seen again yeah and it's it's so weird it's like okay so it was, it was, is it like a paternal relationship but the kind of you know paternal relationship where the guy like harasses you for blowjobs at the same time and yeah like it felt like it was missing <laughs> quite a few scenes yeah 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 but at least, yeah, and and I feel like I've I've not been to many strip clubs in my life. I don't. I've definitely never been to one where there was like a comedy act. <laughs> I think I'd like it more if there was. Like you know, like, like what she's doing, like this whole kind of Mama Morton kind mm-hmm. of. You know, she's this like very plus size lady who comes on comes on and does a bunch of like very cheesy jokes and like mm-hmm. everyone boos her, but she's like she takes the piss out of everyone. It's yeah, it's quite fun. Oh yeah, like, I she, love she's that. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. she's she's got a little. Mm-hmm tip popping act that's yeah a, i don't know what that is that was, <laughs> that was maybe that's definitely my top five lines for this film when they have the ridiculous emotional moment with the, the emotional goodbye mm-hmm. and she goes god damn you're the one who could ever get my tits popping right <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line yeah hey god damn it you're the only one who could get my tits popping right so yeah, Nomi's working at the cheetah bar this 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 kind of low rent strip club but she wants to work at the stardust and because Molly is a costume designer at the Stardust. She takes Nomi backstage to meet the star of the show, which is Crystal Connors, mm-hmm. played by Gina Gashon, who is this like Vegas diva. I wasn't quite sure what she was supposed to be famous for. She seems like she's <laughs> she seems like she's a pretty big deal. Yeah, uh, but the act is just that she's topless. The, the, the thing that I, thing that I love about this movie is well, there's only two really, but the the, the, the plot left and right. The, <laughs> um, the, the the people that we get who are supposed to be celebrities. So there's Crystal, and then there's also like this big rock star who comes in at the end. Oh, who's the ugliest guy in the world? I know, yeah. I know. And it's like, okay, so because they mentioned people like, oh yeah, we could we could have had Janet Jackson. We could have had Paula Abdul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, so what is this supposed to be a Janet Jackson like parallel sort of person? I was the same. Like, I don't think Janet Jackson's just going to dance around with her tits out on a in a no. Vegas casino for the like, for the rest of her career. Like, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's it. Like, it's it doesn't like make out that. Crystal's like some Hollywood person or no. she's a pop star. She's just, 
I mean, you know, she's 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 a, a good dancer, but that's kind of all she does. Is she just like a local celebrity? Like, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it, it's like the the whole Stardust show. It feels like it's it's stripping, but for like a richer customer. So it's like it, it's like an art form. It's like, and I will say for a film that's like a notorious flop, like there's obviously a lot of money in it. Mm. Oh, the whole thing looked fantastic. Yeah, these stage shows. I'd go to this show. You know? Yeah, I'd look. I'd watch this crazy ass show. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the target audience is, but I would certainly enjoy watching it. Like, cause it's just all these, it's like all this like crazy, like theatrical, like Cirque du Soleil kind of thing, mm. dancing and very dramatic and theatrical, but it's all like big boob ladies just, just <laughs> dancing with their tits out. Yeah. Like it's, it's a weird mix of things. Yeah. So yeah, but Crystal Connors is the star. And men as well. And like, men, and well, men like, are there like, as well. Yeah. That show specifically was much more of an even gendered thing. That is true. Yeah. Um, but they don't get really get an, enough into the, the men's story. Not really, no. Most of them are gay, but at least one of them isn't. So yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's all we really get. But so <laughs> Molly takes Nomi backstage to meet Crystal and Nomi says, oh, I'm a big fan of yours and mm-hmm. I'd love to be a dancer one day and I'm a dancer at the Cheetah and Crystal is very dismissive and says, I don't know what you're doing at the, at the Cheetah, but it ain't dancing. And then Nomi's just like, well, fuck you. You don't know, you don't know shit. Again, just like, <laughs> 100% overreacts and yep. just storms out. And yep. then Molly has to apologize and all this stuff. Um, but then, yeah, a few... And this is another moment where I'm like, Molly, why are you friends with this yeah, person? Yeah, just Molly's cut com- the Molly, cord. Because Molly's complaining like, hey, I need this job. Don't get me fired. And I'm like, mm. yeah, sure. She's about to get you fired. You cut that bitch out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Molly makes bad choices. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Nomi in general brings nothing but pain to anyone and misery to everyone's life that she touches in this movie. Mm. You were really great tonight, Miss Crystal. Thanks, darling. Andrew Carver sent you these? If that's what the card says, then that's who sent it. I just love him. Oh, this is my friend Nomi. She's a dancer, too. Is she now? Yes, and she's really good. What do you dance at, darling? Um, at the Cheetah. I don't know how good you are, darling. And I don't know what it is you're good at. But if it's at the cheetah, it's not dancing. I know that much. You don't know shit. So she has this run in with, Nomi has this run in with Crystal. And then a few nights later at the cheetah, Crystal turns up with her boyfriend, Kyle McLaughlin. I don't mm-hmm. care what his name is in the film. It's just Kyle McLaughlin from <laughs> Twin Peaks. Yeah. And from Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm. with his Gabrielle here. Mm-hmm. Um, remember Gabrielle from the 90s? <laughs> Did you, like the, you, know, you know how Gabrielle had like, you know what I mean, the, yeah, sing, yeah. the singer? Because yeah, yeah. she, she had the wonky eye. She always had like a hair over, you could only ever see one eye at a yeah. time. His hair was like that. It's always covering his one eye. I was like, <laughs> Gabrielle? <laughs> Have you got a lazy eye? What's going on? Like, it was like 90s curtains, like the nth degree. It was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, he's like the entertainment director at the casino and also Crystal's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And so they turn up at the Cheetah Bar and Crystal pays Nomi $500 to give Kyle a lap dance mm-hmm. while she watches. Yeah. And so reluctantly she does it. It's like a, it's like a power move. It's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, she's fucking with her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so they t- she takes them both upstairs and she gives, she gives Kyle, Nomi gives Kyle McLaughlin this, again, this very, very kind of spastic kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like lots it, of jerky. I would have been very, very, I've had a lap dance. Yeah. I'm pre- I think you were there. Yeah. I think um, it was. And it's very uncomfortable. Mm. This would, this looked painful as well as like emotionally yeah. uncomfortable. She comes with an, like a mm. millimeter of just like headbutting him. Mm. Cause it's so much like l- lurching forwards, like into yeah. his lap. 
And then she's just grinding against him. And it's one of those, it's a lap dance. It's like, he can't touch her. His pants are on. He just creams his jeans. Yeah. He just fully creams his jeans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And you'd think that'd be like quite humiliating. But he's just like, mm, okay. Yeah. Mm. I, I go to the good lap dance. Mm, yeah, okay. sure. And Crystal's like, okay, sure. He creamed. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, so and, and like when they leave, she's like, are you good to go? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like, you don't need to go to the bathroom first. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm wipe a bit, yourself I'm off. I'm a bit juicy right now. I yeah, I, I wouldn't want to walk around in that, especially <laughs> especially in like tight nineties denim. Yeah, oh, oh. it'd be like running down his leg. Oh. oh no. Well, it would be. Yeah, no, you're right. So shortly after that, Nomi gets an invitation to audition for a role as a dancer at mm-hmm. the Stardust at, at, at Crystal's big nightclub act, basically. Yep. And it turns out that Crystal has got her this audition because she's kind of intrigued by, it, even though they've had nothing but negative you know interactions she's kind of like everyone else in this film she's inexplicably intrigued by this horrible girl mm-hmm. so she gets her an audition and then we get so we get the audition scene where Naomi auditions for the main club <laughs> which is definitely another movie highlight for me mm-hmm. yeah so we get this like cartoonishly awful guy who's like the main the casting director <laughs> yeah who's just like belittling and humiliating all these poor girls who want to be dancers mm-hmm. and it gets it down to like the final three mm-hmm. and it's Nomi and two other girls and he makes her, he says, your nipples aren't erect properly. Well, well, well f- first of all, you know, he's got down to the final three and then he's like, right, everybody, sh- show me your tits. Mm-hmm. And they're all really, really uncomfortable about this. And yeah. then he makes the very, very valid point. They're like, it's a topless show. Yeah. People are here to see your tits. No, that's... So I, so I need, to, as part of the audition, I need to see your tits. And everyone's like, they're giving the, for, for once in this film, they're giving the reaction as though they're being abused. Yeah, And yeah, this yeah. isn't okay. But it's like, no, no, this is literally what you signed up for yeah. with this audition. So mm. why are you surprised at this? No, I agree. I agree. Like they should have been prepared for this. So then she gets her tits out and she's standing there and he's like, why aren't they erect? Yeah. And he's, and he kind of humiliates her. He, he gives her some ice cubes. and He's like, you know, tease them a little. <laughs> Rub some ice cubes on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And she reacts poorly to this and she yeah. flings the ice cubes in his face and stops. Once again, storms <laughs> off as she always Not does. Not before the, uh, p- the perfect line. I'm erect. Why aren't you erect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so then her and Crystal have a little confrontation and she's like, I hate you. I know that you did this to humiliate me. I hate you. I hate you. Mm-hmm. And then she storms off. But then she inexplicably gets offered the role. Like she gets a phone call a few days later and she gets offered, she joins the dance. And she's overjoyed by it as well. She's so happy. Yeah. It's the least she reacts the entire movie. She's like, <laughs> okay. Like, the only time she doesn't have a huge reaction is when she actually had, achieves her dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she now she's in the dance review, like as a backup dancer. Mm. And we get some great scenes of her learning the choreography, mm. which again are quite iconic. These scenes are really confusing to me because there's a choreographer who's a lady whose name is gay. <laughs> yeah. This, and there's this, also this, a guy whose only personality trait is that he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. So all the, know. there's multiple times in this film where <laughs> someone says, gay? And, like, and I'm thinking the ginger guy is going to respond because he's mm. the gay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the other girl. Not, and they're both like not really characters they have they're just kind of exposition like kind. if you're making up a brand new character yeah. why not give them a slightly slightly more normal name than just gay it yeah. need to be a good name like i've never heard anybody called gay before yeah call, call her gail yeah yeah exactly just add an like, yeah. yeah but i don't know yeah i always find it so weird in films when someone has an inexplicably weird name yeah and there's no reason for it and it's like mm-hmm. you could have picked any name literally any name yeah just gay yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, and another top five moment for me, and just just the visual of when she's doing the rehearsals. Uh, well, there's the great line when he goes, "Nomi, what are you doing? Do a PK turn." It's just <laughs> do a PK turn. She's just going, 
It was a PK turn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the just the visual, it's burned in my memory from the first time I watched it. The visual of like a sweaty, like 20 year old girl, like lying on the ground <laughs> while an obviously gay man, like, <laughs> it's like pounced over her, yeah. like literally screaming into her crotch, just mm-hmm. going, thrust it, thrust it, thrust it. She's thrusting so violently yeah. that like, she could knock him out. He could have and, an and, eye and, out, yeah. And he's so close to it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, it made me laugh so much. Yeah. I love it. I've got a gif of that that I use quite a lot. Just frost it, frost it, frost it. That's great. But apparently she's like a very talented dancer, mm-hmm. we're told. And she, <laughs> she, she picks it all up and she's in the show. And we kind of get a lot of backstage stuff about like how this show runs. And it's a very kind of venomous, you know, there's lots of, there's so much great dialogue of like, I mean, there's literally a scene early on in the changing rooms where one of the dancers comes up to her and just like top, they're all topless, obviously. Mm. She goes, do my boobs look bigger? <laughs> like it's, they're just naked. And of course they must, they must be talking about being naked. Like in yeah. reality, this must be so normal to them. It's like, yeah. it's like yeah. a changing room, you know, you yeah. know, but they're just so aware of being naked. Mm. But yeah, there's lots of weird shit happening backstage. There's lots of rivalries. There's that one. Well, there's monkeys. There's a random scene with a bunch of monkeys invade the this? And then, like, someone even says, like, watch out, there's monkey poo stage left. I'm like, so is this going to come into it? Like, Because the, then it cuts to her first dance scene on stage. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, rolling around on stage and, like, you know, <laughs> do, do, doing pirouettes and, like, running and jumping and landing on one foot. I'm like, so when is she going to slip in monkey Where's shit? the monkey poo? Yeah. Yeah. But also, what is the act? <laughs> <laughs> what, with the monkeys? Or, with the monkeys. Okay. Yeah, because we've seen that... The, 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 the show is topless ladies dancing around all men. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of like dry ice and smoke and it's like, it's very theatrical. Mm-hmm. Where did monkeys come into this? I don't know. I don't know. Because also the, the kind of feeling that I'm getting from this is, is weird, but like it's classy. Mm. But then just random monkeys. Yeah, it feels like, like a completely different it's, show. It's the opposite. It's like a slapstick comedy thing. Yeah. I was doing a lot of reading up on like the making of this film. And actually considering it's quite ex- an exploitative film, there's lots of like female nudity. Mm-hmm. The actors, the actresses generally said that they had, they had a good time and they didn't feel uncomfortable. Like they were treated very respectfully. Mm-hmm. They said the only thing that made them uncomfortable was the monkey scene. <laughs> because they had to be topless around a bunch of monkeys. Mm-hmm. And monkeys will grab things. Oh God. <laughs> And they're like, well, it's really hard to act when there's monkeys staring at your tits. And like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, there's this, all this crazy stuff with the monkeys. There's also like a, there's one dancer who's really mean and like has a bad temper and Mm -hmm. yells at the other dancer's little girl and just like Mm -hmm. tells her to shut the fuck up. Literally tells a tiny child to shut the fuck up. And the little child just immediately bursts into tears. (laughs) And I've got to admit, I laughed. Yeah. I found that pretty funny. Same, yeah. But then the parents who's another one of the dancers the mother of this little girl gets her revenge on stage mm-hmm. by hurling some beads mm-hmm. so that the mean dancer gets, is gets dropped. gets tripped well the dancer is lifting her up trips and drops her and she like doesn't bashes her knee in and she's mm-hmm. out of the show so yeah we get this immediate sense that okay this is a very like dog eat dog kind of scenario you mm-hmm. know you've got to kill or be killed yeah and there's no friendships in this in this town yeah. obviously it very much informs what nomi's going to do to crystal shortly afterwards mm-hmm, definitely and crystal and nomi their relationship kind of remains quite tense i mean they start off almost they have an almost friendly scene where crystal takes nomi out for like a meal and then they mm-hmm. bond over the fact that they they both eat dog food <laughs> I, I i i don't know i don't get yeah. it I think it's supposed to be implying that they both grew up super poor. Well, it's because they started talking about the diet that they're on. Like apparently, the diet that these dancers are on is brown brown rice and vegetables. Yeah, sure. Which apparently is the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Which, firstly, is it? 
Uh-huh. Like, it, it sounds extremely plain and just not, yeah. not, not particularly nice, but is it bad? Like, it's just brown rice and vegetables. It's not, it's not awful. But then also, we never see anyone eating... Brown oh no, Nomi exclusively eats bags of bags of crisps and burgers. Yeah, yeah. which uh, I mean, I can guarantee none of these women are eating crisps and burgers. No, 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 no. <laughs> they are not keeping that figure that way. No, no, no. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they have this conversation, this quite bizarre conversation about um, how they both grew up eating dog food, <laughs> but then it ends with them once again having a, some kind of arguments about. Because I think Crystal's just obsessed with the idea that they're they're whores. She's mm-hmm. like, we're all whores, darling. Like, mm-hmm. And, and I think Naomi like thinks she's a dancer, and she's a prof- yeah. and, and Crystal is always like, no, 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 we are prostitutes, mm-hmm. we are whores, and she's like, I'm not like you. I'm a real, I'm a legitimate dancer. Fuck you. It's like mm-hmm. it's a lot, of, a lot of this kind of aggression. Um, so they end up falling and out. I, I get it's what the film, what the film is saying, but I had to just sort of scream out loud to her at this point and just like, how are you different? Name one way in which you were even slightly different from this woman. Yeah, except that she's earning a lot more money than you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but Crystal kind of t- tries to take Nomi down a peg by setting up so that she gets taken on like a special appearance at like a trade show like oh, for yeah. boats, which is it turns out is just a very thinly veiled excuse for like pimping out the girls. Mm-hmm. They're basically being pimped out to like rich Japanese investors. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nomi gets into that situation, obviously realizes what's going on, is very angry and leaves, stomps off yet again, mm-hmm. drink. <laughs> um, so she gets her revenge by seducing crystal's boyfriend Carl mclaughlin mm-hmm. ends up going back to his mansion yeah where they have oh, dear. Here se- we go. sex question mark <laughs> um where, where where they destroy each other's genitals yeah i really i want to see like a cross section you know you know like when like when you see like a mm-hmm. you know a, a, i don't know what you do like yeah i want to i want to know where his penis is at any given time in this situation <laughs> clearly tucked away in his swimming trunks yeah but do you know what i mean like because this is not this is not anything that you would recognize as sex no it's not it's utterly utterly bizarre so they get into a pool uh they have this whole conversation about how they both like cristal mm-hmm. um the, the champagne mm-hmm. so they get into this like hot tubby kind of pool and then he just pours a full bottle of champagne over her head and that's not yeah. sexy yeah that's and, just uh, sticky and a waste and then just starts licking it off her tits yeah yeah and I'm sure like, oh yeah just that's that's great like champagne and chlorine mm. you know what this is the thing if this film was like narrated you know an audio des- <laughs> an audio description of like what's happening on screen it would just be a chapter of my dad wrote a porno yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like it's that level of understanding of how sex works like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. This is totally something Belinda Blumenfall would do. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then she got into the pool and just started like corkscrewing on his dick. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, I'm like, I laughed so every time I laughed so hard when she's just like flapping in the water like a drowning <laughs> seal, like yeah, yeah, smacking in and out of that. And pool. she's like underneath a water fountain as well. Yeah. So like she's being waterboarded at the same time yeah. as this. It's like, it's- and he's just like you know there yeah pretty much yeah he's not really doing anything no uh. <laughs> oh my god to be a fly on the wall when this scene was being filmed like like <laughs> did anyone ask any questions like I'd... yeah god i don't know i wonder how long it took to to, to film this scene and how many takes it was mm. like now more violent more more yeah lean right back yeah give us more and more yeah 11 snap it off yeah it would have snapped off like <laughs> I mean, we've also not mentioned how much water is not a lubricant. Also true, yeah. Also very true. I mean, yeah. Sex in swimming pools is one of those things that is. It's one films love it. In real life, it's not that. It's not that hot. No. It's just annoying. Like you know, 
There's a scene where I think she's like giving him a blowjob like in the pool, and I'm like, is the oxygen in his balls? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I don't know. Is it like? <laughs> what? <laughs> so she sleeps with him, or well, or does something with him that? Well, they wake up in bed, so they wake up. So at some point, sex happens. It, it got yeah. a bit more normal. Yeah. Well, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and then she gets an audition to be Crystal's understudy. Yeah. Which she succeeds in, I believe. I think she, mm-hmm. she believes she's going to get the role, but then it, then Crystal blocks her. Crystal kind of mm-hmm. threatens legal action. So and she gets she she goes into her night shift at the club mm-hmm. and just has a letter that says we regret to inform you that blah blah blah, blah mm-hmm. we're not going to offer you the role. It's like she works there. Why offer? Why write her a letter? Just call her into the office and talk. Yeah. You know, it, it, weird. Anyway, yeah. So she's lined up to be Crystal's understudy, mm-hmm. but then Crystal blocks her, mm-hmm. and then. As revenge, one night while they're going on the sh- while they're walking down the stairs after a big number, Nomi just just shoves Crystal down the stairs. Yeah, it's like nothing subtle about this. It's not like the throwing of the beads where it no, no, she just like shoves her down the stairs. She goes flying down the stairs, breaks her hip, mm-hmm. and obviously that means she's out of action for quite some time. Yes, to be honest, at this point with the stair pushing, I don't actually know who was who. Yeah, because they're all wearing very similar costumes, which is like heavy makeup and wigs. The makeup gets thicker and thicker as the movie goes on, doesn't it? Yeah. It really does, yeah. Um, and so I, I genuinely didn't know who pushed who down the stairs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a mystery, yeah. So she pushes her down the stairs, and in that, she manages to get the leading role. She now becomes, she like basically takes mm-hmm. Crystal's role and becomes the lead dancer. Yeah. But all the other girls know what happened. Like she denies it, she pretends nothing happened. I think the girl who also broke the other girl's knee mm-hmm. i guess she kind of sees her as a kindred spirit mm-hmm. so she kind of protects her and yeah. says that oh no it was she tripped it was an accident yeah but all the all the girls know what really happened and mm-hmm. so they all know that uh that nomi was the one who did it and so they all kind of resent her and hate her a little bit and also mm-hmm. molly saw it and she's really disappointed in crystal because i guess mm-hmm. i mean she's really disappointed in nomi because i guess she really thought nomi was better than this i, I guess yeah what but... possible evidence have you seen molly <laughs> to make you think that nomi wasn't this kind of person like, she has random strikes of violence all throughout yeah, like, this movie oh you've really let yourself down you were really taking the high road before this moment like what <laughs> <laughs> so to try and like cheer molly up and like win her friendship back mm. nomi takes molly to like a swanky party mm-hmm. being thrown by Cal mclaughlin i think yeah at which molly's favorite pop singer is <laughs> gonna appear it was this greasy her hideous looking guy like yeah. i don't understand this at all he's called andrew carver yeah i guess he's supposed to be like a michael bolton kind of guy i'm not sure um you don't know who that is i know never mind uh i'm just thinking of like long greasy hair in the 90s it wasn't it wasn't not a thing mm-hmm. you know but still this guy looks very un- unappealing as a pop star. I don't know why this like very pretty young African-American girl will be like, oh my God, he's so sexy. Like, right. <laughs> well, you've got better options. Yeah, big time. But anyway, she's really into this guy. So Nomi takes her to a party where this guy is appearing. Mm-hmm. And then this film takes a very dark and upsetting turn mm-hmm. because poor Molly just fully gets gang raped by this mm-hmm. pop singer. Yeah. And like this film is very popular with like, they do like, it's like the room or mm. sleepaway camp where it's what is in that category of like movies where they do comedy showings and right, people yeah, are like yeah. laugh along and like, yeah, this scene usually gets cut. Yeah. That's, it, that's, that's fair. Cause it's really the scenes. Like, oh, this isn't as much fun. Yeah. This is hard to laugh at. This is just, this is just upsetting. Like, yeah. Cause she really gets like, yeah, she gets gang raped and they, it's a very explicit, violent gang rape scene. It's really mm. unpleasant mm-hmm. by this guy. And it, it doesn't, 
makes sense because this guy hasn't been a character in the film no and this is like 10 minutes from the end and, and like this would be such a a good thing to be like oh this is what like nomi's bad behavior has led to but yeah it's not it's essentially a chance encounter yeah it's like how is anybody supposed to know that this celebrity is the rapist it's completely unrelated to it's anything. completely random nomi never feels bad about it like she gets i get i know she stands up for it but she never mm. like takes personal responsibility for it particularly yeah it, it feels like, like what she... I, I guess that molly was a bit drunk yeah but like not a lot drunk no she wasn't like out of control at all no yeah She's like, literally, like I said, she's the only nice character in the film. Like, yeah. the only character who has no moral, like, I mean, I, black clo- and white. I clocked it pretty much immediately. They're just like, what? Well, I, I was, I was kind of close. I, I knew that something bad was going to happen. I thought yeah. that she was going to die. Sure, yeah. Point. I thought, like, immediately, I was like, this character is going to die at some point. Yeah, that's going to happen. She's too good for this. She's too pure for this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it feels like it would make the film would make a lot more sense because this literally happens 10 minutes from the end of the film. This yeah. whole sequence feels so weird and rushed. It would make more sense if Karl McLaughlin raped her. Yeah. Because he's like been set up as like a sleazeball. Mm-hmm. And then that would be like, Nomi could get revenge on him because he's actually like had a part in all of this. Mm-hmm. But this guy just comes out of nowhere, mm-hmm. violently rapes poor Molly, mm-hmm. and then Nomi gets her revenge. And then it's like, oh, credits roll. Yeah. Like, it's, it's such a weird choice in the last 10 minutes of the film to introduce this new section. Really makes no sense. So, I can see how it, it it could be fairly easily cut out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it does it doesn't contribute to the plot particularly. Like, mm. so yeah, so poor Molly gets gang raped and then she likes she she's hospitalized. She ends up in hospital mm. with like she's she's been severely beaten. She's in like more or less in a coma, like a medically induced coma. Mm-hmm. And so Nomi decides to get revenge for her. So then she she gets all dressed up in her finest leopard skin print mm-hmm. she looks like mel b in, in her scary spice days yeah and she and she goes to this like pop star guy's apartment i guess like his mm-hmm. villa i don't know and i guess they just assume that she's some prostitute just she comes in and she she does like a strip tease for him mm-hmm. i never thought i'd say these words but i need to talk for a while about her nipples in this scene <laughs> it was shocking did you notice this too yeah had she put lipstick on them i think so what was going on it was so weird <laughs> her, her nipples were like post box red yeah like just when i thought this film couldn't couldn't go any further yeah yeah I was like why are her nipples suddenly this color what's mm. happened it was because because like in previous bits of the movie the we've seen a lot of these the, nipples the, yeah. the, 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 the star of the show is the only one to have her nipples like with jewels on them yeah and stuff and that's like the the, the thing that makes her stand out from the others sure yeah and so you know they've got to the, the state of, of decorating nipples mm. but the jewels and stuff looks good and classy <laughs> it is like she just took a, a, li- a like a tube of lipstick and just like smear them all over her yes yeah. it's like it's, it's weird it's yeah. and it's never mentioned it's never yeah. like why has she done that like because mm-hmm. then the guy starts like chewing her nipples i'm like is he gonna come away with like on his teeth <laughs> and stuff like it, oh, it, that would that'd be great if he just like pulled away and he's just like what the fuck like because mm. it really looked like that but yeah yeah so she comes in in a like weird leopard skin print pillbox dress and her weird lipsticky nipples mm-hmm. he, he he starts like actually gnawing gnawing on her nipples <laughs> like properly like a hamster on like a little yep. little water bottle just like you know mm-hmm. chomping away and then she just pulls a knife on him this i think the same knife from the start of the film mm-hmm. and then she just like miss piggy from the muppet like hi yeah just like, like high kicks him. yeah like so, so first of all she threatens to like slit his throat or something yeah yeah what does she, does she say like one move and I'll skew you like a pig. She says something so, stupid. Something, yeah. but, like, but like, 
does she reference that he raped her friend? I, I, I'm not even sure. No, I don't think yet she, she ever explains to him why she's beating him up. <laughs> yeah, which like, so he's not going to learn the lesson then. Not really, no. Um, no. And so then like, she's she's got the, the knife against his throat, but then when she takes it back, you know, like she's made the threat or whatever, mm. then out of nowhere, she start, starts kickboxing him. But it's all, <laughs> so but it's all like the highest, roundest kicks, yeah. all to the face as well. Like... Mm. You're gonna damn near kill this man. Yeah, I think that's the intention that she's trying to kill him. Yeah. yeah. Well, why not just stab him with a knife? Then? True. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just really didn't know what to make of that. Um, <laughs> I feel like that's not the way that a man like that is going to learn his lesson. I think that's going to make him more bitter, if anything. Yeah. Just going to make a problem worse. But I wouldn't put it past Nomi to have not thought something through. I don't think she feels <laughs> thinks anything through. I like how she then like struts out because he's got these two bodyguards mm. who also gang raped Molly and she doesn't beat them up. No. But like she walks out and she's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's a good point, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's really tired. He needs a, he needs to lie down. Mm. Like, is, is this is this apartment soundproof? Did they not hear all of what just happened? I mean, maybe you could pass it off as aggressive sex. I mean, maybe, yeah, sure, yeah, I mean, very aggressive, but mm. yeah. I mean, I guess that's what he's into. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so she. I mean. She's lucky that she didn't get promising young woman, to be honest. Well, exactly, yeah. Like, this is a man who is known for gang raping. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go as, like, a probably, you know, not very strong woman. Probably not super weak. She's quite she's quite a dancer. Yeah, but she burns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're going to go there with, like, three quite muscly large men and hope that you don't get raped. Oh, she has. Yeah, she, she really walks into the belly of the beast, for sure, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So she beats the shit out of this guy. She high kicks into within an inch of his life. And then she goes back to Molly, who's still kind of in a coma at the hospital. Mm -hmm. And she just gives it this like ratty toy that we've never seen before. No, we had seen it before. Oh, had like, we? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd, we'd seen it in the camper van. And I was oh, like, okay. And, and I was like, what? Why, why have they got like a teddy bear? Like, Oh, I missed that callback. Okay. The, 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 these women are not like young women or something. No. <laughs> it's weird. Well, I mean, their they're emo emotional age really seems to vary. Yeah. Like at certain times, Molly seems pretty together, and then other times they're both like, "You ate all the chips! Oh my god!" It's like and suddenly they're twelve. Like <laughs> mm -hmm. it's mad. But anyway, she goes to Mo Molly. Poor Molly is like comatose and has nobody to look after her. And Nomi's just like, "Just so you know, I beat the shit out of that guy. Mm -hmm. Goodbye forever." And just like yeah. leaves her. Yeah. Just abandons her in the hospital. Yeah. Like who's gonna help her to like recuperate and do a physio? I don't know because like she's got no one. She's got. No she one. lives in a caravan by herself, yeah. and now she's got no tenant with no rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, also. Why is it that she can only afford a caravan? Like, she's the only costume designer mm. for a, ho a hotel that puts on a very big show <laughs> in Vegas. Like, there's probably... Like, her wage is probably normal at minimum. Well, that's the other thing that made no sense to me. So you're right. She is the, the costume designer for a show that is clearly having millions of dollars spent. So that's mm. got to be a reasonable salary. Yeah. But also, there's a random scene that is never mentioned any time apart from when it happens where she's like, talks about being a student. She's like six more weeks and they're going to have to give me that degree. And I was like, well, first of all, that's just called graduating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you keep going for six more weeks and you pass your exams, they will have to give it to you. That's how yeah. education works. But also what, how are you doing? As, are, you, are you costume designing for the biggest show in Las Vegas as a part-time gig in between studying for, for a degree? I guess. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, that would explain why she, doesn't, why she can only live in a caravan. Yeah. I mean, exactly. So sure. Yeah. Maybe she's just interning. I don't know. Mm. But yeah. So poor, poor old Molly just gets left at the end of this film like comatose beaten to an inch of her life and then nobody's like well bye and just like starts <laughs> and just leaves it, it rides off into the sunset mm -hmm. so then the movie ends with her hitchhiking once again and in a very improbable turn of events the same guy 
who from the start <laughs> of the movie was just ridiculous. Just yeah, just picks her up again. Yeah, and uh, doesn't recognize her until she's in the car. Well, it's weird because like she goes hitching in full disguise mm. as though like so she can surprise this guy. Yeah, which is just. <clears throat> Okay. As if she was planning for him to pick her up. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was all of all the game. cars coming out of Vegas on any given day. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, and then it, it ends with him like her pulling a knife at him again and being like, "Where's the fuck my suitcase?" And I'm like, yeah. "Has it not been like two years? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How much time has passed? You don't. You're not gonna get. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But then and that's it. And then it rides off and uh, the credits roll. We see there's been a big billboard for Nomi Malone in Showgirls, but mm-hmm. uh, clearly the show's over and mm-hmm. uh, the film wraps up. And that is, uh, yeah, as the genius. Why, why, why did she leave? I guess because she had done all she wanted to do. She'd ruined everyone's life. <laughs> oh, I forgot. She goes and sees. Sorry, she goes to see Molly. Yep. She also goes to see Crystal. Yeah. And Crystal forgives her for breaking her hip. And then they have a right big snog. They have a good old lesbian snog, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and that's the end of their storyline. Yeah. Yeah. God knows why Crystal actually forgave her for that. Because like, yeah, sure, Crystal did the same thing to like her previous. Yeah, she says that she did it to a previous girl, and also that she got millions from the legal settlement with the yeah sure but like yeah. why not just say something true yeah <laughs> what, what, what do you owe know me no exactly no, yeah. nothing at all it doesn't make a whole heap of sense yeah I agree yeah yeah um and i guess that maybe she leaves because carmel Cochran doesn't call the police about the rape but yeah i mean i mean but, she is but, now but, wanted but, for beating a man up yeah yeah no i think basically Nomi looks around she's like well i've ruined the lives of literally everyone i've met now my work here is done mm-hmm. out <laughs> mic drop i'm out yep. yeah I mean, her leaving is what ruins like the the show for the hotel. Yeah, exactly. She, well, she's ruined Molly's life because poor Molly's in a coma now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's ruined Crystal's life. She's broken hip. She's out of the show. Mm-hmm. Her only boyfriend is now living with a is now engaged to a woman he doesn't love because he's knocked her up or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and now she's bankrupt of the show. So she's like, she's just literally nobody is better off having met this crazy woman. <laughs> like everyone's much worse off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that show goes. Like I say. This film's a bit silly. It is a bit silly, yeah. That's mm. a, that is the understatement of the century. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, though. I'm very glad that we got around to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have great tits. They're really beautiful. Thank you. I like nice tits. <laughs> I always have. How about you? I like having nice tits. How do you like having them? Okay, so drinking games. Um, first one I've got. Um, now, bear with me on this. Okay. Drink for a tip. Drink for a tip. I mean, Harry, that's not possible. <laughs> There's multiple scenes when the number, when the tip count is like in double figures. You know, <laughs> I would say I, I've actually done a, a reverse of that. I'm, I'm drink every time Nomi is fully clothed. <laughs> drink every time they're in. Drink every time someone puts clothes on. <laughs> That's a sure, safe, yeah. That's a much safer drinking game. You can't just drink for a tit. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a drink for weird food scenes. Oh yeah. We've talked about obviously the, the classic at the beginning, like different places, just flinging <laughs> chips around. Also, like just spray. Even I, know, I love my vinegar, but the way she's spraying condiments onto those chips mm, and it's, yeah, yeah no, it's bizarre. Uh, there's another, there's just also scenes where she's just eating like eating burgers, which is like aggressively I mean, she does everything aggressively she's just an angry <laughs> angry young woman mm-hmm. but when she's just angrily biting into these burgers and she just like litters yeah the flagrant lift littering yeah yeah it's it's 
weird how they sort of draw attention to it as well. Yeah. Because like she could have sort of throw it over her shoulder and then nothing, but like they re- it's so it lingers, yeah, it's so flamboyant as well. Yeah, it's like, are we supposed to be impressed by this? Yeah, <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, she's a weird heroine to have mm. in a film. Yeah, yeah, drunk whenever she doesn't know how something is supposed to look. Oh, okay, like how sex is supposed to look, mm. how dancing is supposed to look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I agree. How nipples are supposed to look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, I had a drink every time she mispronounces something. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a running joke about how she doesn't know how Versace is pronounced, for oh, example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Versace. <laughs> See, that sort of thing like could be funny in films. That is played for laughs, because the first time she says it, all the other characters like, look at each other like, mm-hmm. and she says, oh, you know, the store, Versace. And, oh, Versace. She, yeah. She's just stupid. Drink for male nudity. Male nudity, yeah. It's there. It's, certainly, I don't, it's way less than female, obviously. Yeah, I don't think we see a dick but we do see a lot of bum mm. we see a lot of bare ass mm-hmm. and a lot of male torsos obviously yeah yeah i don't think we go quite as far as a dick <clears throat> but yeah no. it, it's in there yeah okay drink every time this is a big one nomi snatches something from someone <laughs> she never just like takes it's always just like a snatch like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah usually accompanied by a strop but yeah. <laughs> a drink whenever she strops out i mean drink when she strops out you, you'll die you'll yeah. die but yeah <laughs> Um, drink whenever anybody is unreasonably rude. Okay, I mean, I mean it's it, mostly it, her. It, 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 it is mostly her, but like on occasion, it, it like somebody will just out of nowhere just be like, and then you got to give me a blowjob. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I was like, shut those fucking children up, and yeah, f- whatever else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of very unpleasant people in this film. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, drink every time. This is the opposite of that, I guess. Drink every time someone is kind to know me for no reason. Yeah, that's my next one <laughs> like, too. Like, no, drink, why drink are you when... being so nice to this in- incredibly unpleasant, unstable person? And it's not just that. It's drink whenever people are weirdly persistent in with, being nice with, to her. With, yeah. with friendships based on zero, literally zero friendly behavior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why are you pursuing this? What are you getting out of this relationship? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got drink for a, for an overreaction. Drink for yeah, I've got that too. Every time she overreacts to a situation, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I think when she has the massive fit about not getting to be Crystal Connor's understudy, like she starts mm. like throwing things and screaming. She sh- <laughs> yeah, she gets the lesser saying she's gonna be she's not she's been rejected to be the understudy. Mm-hmm. She storms into Cal McLaughlin's office. She like has to throw the receptionist. That's out what I mean. Way. The receptionist is just this just poor rugby tackle. Who's her. just walking out? The, <laughs> it's like mind her own business. No, we just like shoves her in the, into the yeah. wall. Yeah, it's like she's what did done she ever nothing. do? She has done nothing to deserve this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I love that. It's so funny. Yeah. So every time Naomi react, overreacts to something, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, drink for nails. There's a lot of reference oh, to Naomi's yeah, yeah. nails and her nail painting ability. Yeah. But it rarely comes up. I really thought somebody was going to get their face scratched. Yeah. I thought it was going to like deliver, like, yeah, deliver something. It, it really doesn't. No. Yeah. So yeah, that, that went nowhere. Yeah. Um, last one I got, it's not really a good one. It's drink for dancing. Drink for dancing. Well, drink for bad dancing for sure yeah definitely. Drink for questionable yeah. dancing absolutely yeah uh, i had drink for jarring tonal shifts <laughs> you know when a scene goes from being like oh right yeah especially like with just her acting yeah exactly when her acting goes from like zeros but, but just generally like when you go from a scene of like everyone's got their tits out and it's all hilarious and then suddenly mm-hmm. there's a sad emotional moment you're like well, yeah. I, I don't know how to feel about this right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah that, that was my last one i think <laughs> very good what a film what a film yeah we could have brought anyone into this show. Janet Jackson, Paula Abdul, Nomi Malone. 
is what Las Vegas is all about. She's dazzling, she's exciting, and very, very sexy. Thank you, Zach. Okay, so listeners, I'm not going to promote our Patreon page this week because while I'm having some major life updates, Mm -hmm. which have been somewhat revealed on the show already, uh, I am getting married and I am having a baby Mm kind of soon. It can in that order, yeah. It's getting <laughs> hopefully, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, it is uh, getting getting quite scary. It's yeah, it's not not. It's, it's a matter of weeks at this point. Yeah. yeah, by the end of the year, I should be a dad. Yeah, yeah. Either that, or Louise will be very, very big, <laughs> very uncomfortable. Yeah, no. I mean, no. It's how, possible that 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 will be two weeks is, late. Oh, okay. Is that is that within the free, is that within the margin of error? The the, the end of the year. I mean, to the extreme end. But, okay, sure. But, but but yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, that 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 wouldn't happen. Um, <laughs> you say that, don't you? Say that now. <laughs> anyway, so uh, because of that, um, and you know, just time constraints and stuff like that, I don't really feel like I can put the best effort into this. Uh, podcast so we're going to draw this podcast to a close um, <laughs> uh, shortly towards well I'll say shortly towards the end of the year maybe I'll go into the start of next year I well we're going to end on episode 250 we're on yeah. episode about 236 now so we thought we'd wrap it up on a clean five years 250 episodes mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you, you, you can well for, for sure we'll be doing something special on that last episode we haven't decided what yet but um, we, we'll uh, we'll figure it out yeah maybe the long awaited nude episode <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so from now until then we're basically just doing our bucket list movies yeah um just the absolute best movies that we can think of the ones that we've always meant to do this being one of them mm-hmm. and uh yeah so hopefully it's all going to be great episodes from now on we are hoping yeah yeah <laughs> so that's the plus from this exactly yeah we're, we're hoping um, to go on a good old run of yeah yeah high but, quality uh, films. yeah so to sum up the podcast is ending and you can play my unborn child yeah oh i do yeah <laughs> a little dartboard and everything <laughs> <laughs> what with the ultrasound in with the, the ult- yeah yeah i've got the ultrasound in it it's like <laughs> well ash <laughs> So yeah, that's that. Um, <laughs> that's that's the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, it wouldn't be fair to like uh, for those listeners who are not patrons for us to now be like plugging for you to mm-hmm. sign up because realistically you're only going to get a few weeks of content and then we are gonna we're gonna wind it down. It's yeah. a sad time. But yeah. um, but that being said, yeah, we still have another fifteen or so episodes that mm-hmm. we're very much looking forward, and we're going to continue with our bonus shows. We've got a lot of films we're looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. We're going to finally see Shang Chi on Friday. Yeah, finally. Uh, we're hoping to and see. I will be back up to date with Marvel for the first it's time been in about killing ten years. Him. It's been killing him. Yeah, I did a little. Uh, we had, me and Louise had the honeymoon recently, and so we did a little. Um, but we didn't go to the cinema in case we got ill. Yeah, good call. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we're gonna do Shang Chi. I'm really looking forward to seeing Malignant if we can find if we can squeeze it in. And the, you know, it's it's that time of year. There's gonna be some good stuff coming up. So I mean, Oscar season is Oscar coming. season is, 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 is coming, is coming yeah. right around. And uh, who knows? Hopefully, we'll still be able to do something like that. I don't know. Um, I mean, we'll probably still be. But by, by which I mean, we'll probably still be watching all the films. I hope and, so. Yeah. Uh, well, I will be. I'm yeah. not having a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> who knows? If we've got the time, might, might still do like reviews and stuff for that because that's, yeah. that's that's quite fun. Yeah, we might still pop in here and there, you know, onto your feed. But uh, yeah, ultimately, yeah, the 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 word is out. We're going to be winding it down around the end of the year. So um, 
yeah thank you very much for all the support if you have been a long time listener we appreciate you great if you're a recent listener we appreciate you just as much mm. right please do hang in there for the last few episodes don't, don't jump ship now uh but yeah so we will yeah we won't promote patreon anymore because as i say it wouldn't be particularly fair but uh, we yeah. do very much appreciate you and we'll keep it going until the end of the year and then we will wind it all down yeah. Harry and Jim moves on to a new a new chapter in his life mm-hmm. right now enough of that okay let's move on to sequels, sequels for, showgirl. for showgirls yeah that's, 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 talk, speaking of jarring tonal shifts <laughs> <laughs> sequels for showgirls so i've got uh, an idea for a bit of a crossover sure uh burlesque well i think burlesque is the modern it's, showgirls it's, yes absolutely yeah yeah uh yes yeah, so i decided that uh, nomi and i think ali was christina aguilera yeah yeah, yeah. um they do some kind of a collaboration because mm-hmm. you know they're both big big names in their fields and uh, they blur the line between the class of burlesque and the crass of whatever this, uh, this shit was. well okay how about this maybe gina gershon yeah, as mm-hmm. crystal connors you know this film was like 25 years ago yeah maybe you know a bit of time passes a few plastic surgeries here and there she becomes <laughs> share <Cher>, yeah <laughs> She opens a new club and now she's Cher. Or maybe her and Cher are like long lost sisters. That could be fun. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I definitely, yeah, I definitely feel like Nomi and Christina Aguilera's character, Ali and Burlesque mm. have a lot of similarities. Big time. Just being very unlikable for a start. Yeah. And, yeah. Just sort of demanding of everything. Yeah. You need to be the star. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not really treating anyone with any kind of kindness or gratitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. That, 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 that crossover definitely. I think a lot of people went when Bless came out were like, yeah, this is very much the new showgirls. So, Big time, yeah. yeah. But like, you know what? I think I think it's a good film. So yeah. true, yeah. Did, you, you're I, a notable Bless defender, so yeah. Yeah, I quite like Bless. But I love Bless. Like, I wouldn't like, say it was like good. Is it bad though? I think it's. It, I think it's entertaining. It's entertaining for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like not all for good reasons. It's like, certainly like, not like, as like some of it is is a little bizarre, yeah. but it's not a bad movie. I don't think it's as like. And I love Showgirls. I don't think it's as bad as Showgirls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, another crossover idea mm-hmm. uh, with a more recent film, Army of the Dead. Oh, that, uh, that Zack, Snyder, Zack Snyder film. Sure. So, yeah. zombie outbreak in Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, Nomi, um, as the current star of uh, this show, so in pretty much almost equals, she sticks in her show. Okay. Um, she doesn't leave. Um, she is the first to get uh, turned into a zombie. Sure. Um, Would anyone notice she's already like dead behind the eyes and very aggressive (laughs) (laughs) well i was gonna say that because she's still played by elizabeth berkeley who has clearly not seen how anything works yeah (laughs) doesn't know how zombies behave Mm -hmm. so just kind of does the same sort of thing just kind of of carries on no one really notices and that's how people start getting bitten i see yeah she's like a stealth zombie Yeah. yeah i can see that yeah um and i've also done another one uh 25 years later oh wow okay so, so not up to the present yeah. not connected to the zombie one she's in the same posi- position that crystal was in so she's now she's the top dog yeah she's the she's the top dog and she's been there for like a few decades and uh there's some young talent that's going to try and take her place or whatever but uh the main difference is because she's the top dog and you know, everyone needs to respect her dancing. They need to respect her. But mm-hmm. she doesn't know how to dance. But nobody's got the guts to tell her. After she... all these years, no one's ever stood up to me like, actually, this is not how human beings dance. Yeah, Quite the opposite, in fact. They've all tried to mimic Emulator, her dancing yeah. style. Mm-hmm. So now that's just what dancing is these oh, days. Oh, God, okay. So she's become like a trendsetter. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention, actually, speaking of trendsetters. Okay. So do you know who was almost cast, not as... Elizabeth Berkeley, but as Crystal Connors as the Gina Gershon character. No. Madonna. 
Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks in a row we've had a Madonna connection, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. What was the one last time? Uh, Casablanca, she wanted to remake it with Ashton Kutcher. Ah, right, yeah. And it was like three weeks ago that we recorded the episode, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to remember, like, was Casablanca the last one? I could swear Madonna wasn't alive then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that could have... How old is she? Yeah, that, 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 I don't know if she would have been any worse. I say worse. I think Gina Gershon's amazing. Mm. Um, it would have been interesting, yeah. Uh, I'm glad Gina Gershon got it. Sure, but... Uh, I would have I I gone with Madonna because I don't know who Gina Gershaw is. No, 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 sure. But I think she gives a good, she's, yeah, she's a good performance. Like, mm. yeah, so, but yeah, yeah Madonna it would have added to the campy silliness of it by far. Yeah, yeah big time. Mm. So, yeah, those are the ones that I've kind of fleshed out a little bit. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But do you know what's great about this movie? Yeah. Lots of words rhyme with show. Oh, great. Hit me. <laughs> so, uh, I've got no girls. No girls. Is that just an empty basically stage? just uh, just the men of this film getting very confused and. God, I mean, what man? Like Cal McLaughlin and James? Audience yeah. members and stuff. Oh, I see. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And like, no one's got strip clubs anymore. What do they get? What do they do? What happens? Is it like, oh, is it like uh, the invasion of the body snatchers? All the women have just, all the strippers have just been stolen from Vegas. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> see that? Yeah, everything's just empty. Yeah. Um, low girls. Mm-hmm. It's the show girls, but they're just doing limbo. Okay. <laughs> that, that's the act, yeah. <laughs> uh, slow girls. Um, it's the same film, but with slow mo. Imagine that okay. sex scene in slow motion. Oh dear God, all those breasts just like <laughs> in slow Laughing. pendulous motion. Yeah. Dear me. Um, snow Girls. Mm-hmm. It's like the, uh, remember the snow, that snowman cartoon? Oh yeah. We're walking, walking in, in the, the uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this in the style of that. So a little boy who doesn't really believe in Christmas <laughs> is woken up in the middle of the night by a hooker <laughs> who then takes him into the sky. <laughs> Let's him feel her boobs and then melts away. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not even finished wanking. Come back next year. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh dear. <clears throat> Pro girls. Um, it's the same sort of thing, but she is, can actually dance now. She's a, okay. she's a professional. Okay, good. Um, blow girls. I dread to think. Let's skip over that one. Okay. Um, I tried to type hello girls because that apparently rhymes and then it auto-registered to yellow girls. <laughs> okay. So uh, yellow girls, maybe it's... Uh, What's that going to be? This, but like done by The Simpsons perhaps. Oh, okay. To be honest. Oh my God, a Simpsons take I on... If the, I wonder if The Simpsons has taken the piss out of this film at some point. I mean, how would you do that though is, without making it so upsetting? Like, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want Lisa Simpson as... Oh, no. no. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, maybe Pat, Patty and Selma? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Grapple could be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think they've gone there. And I don't think they should. It no. feels like more of a family guy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, okay, well, I've got a few here that are crossovers as well. Uh, Glow Girls. Okay, no, that could work. Like That really works. Vegas strippers versus female wrestlers, yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, Crow Girls. So for this, I'm thinking it's... Uh, remember that film that Moira Rose did? Crowing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So all the porn stars try to become actors and end up in a really bad horror movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. Right. Um, Monroe girls. They all get stuck doing Marilyn Monroe impressions. Sure. Fine. That's yeah, writes great. itself, yeah. Doe girls. Okay. They're all made of sexy bread. Okay. I'm thinking well, like unpa- sausage parties. Unpack that thing. one for me. Sexy bread. What? <laughs> they're all made of sexy bread. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wrote here. I didn't really think about it. So what um, you mean is they're all bread? They're, they're all like food? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sure, yeah. So I'm, th- I'm thinking a sausage pie sort of, uh, sort, of, sort of thing. Okay, or Doe Girls could just be the story of, like, Mama Bazoom. Yes. Yeah, because she's, she's a plus-size lady with her 
breasts popping out kind of thing. I love the action. Thank you. That's what she does. It's just for me, isn't it? Uh, it was just for you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, faux girls. <laughs> Fake women. <laughs> drag queens. Drag queens, yeah. I mean, th- this film is a drag queen classic. Oh, big time, yeah. It's a huge drag. Yeah. There are, like I said, the, the, this is another one of those films where like drag queens have built careers out of like remaking this film. <laughs> I'm sure, performing yeah. this film, yeah. Um, and then I've also got Woe Girls. Which Woe is, Girls. Uh, actually a good version of this movie. Woe. Oh, okay. I thought you meant woe is in sadness. Just like, oh, they're so upset. <laughs> woe is me. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Weeping all the time. The emo yeah. version. Totally works. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that's... Uh... Very good. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of options to explore there. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> Should we move on to my one? Yeah. Cool. So I just went for the one this week. I'll tell you the title at the end because it kind of spoils where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking it picks up immediately afterwards. So Nomi has left Vegas without any kind of announcement or, you know, forwarding address. She just disappeared. And obviously when she leaves, it causes a great mystery because she was like the headline act at the biggest casino in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are wondering where she is. Mm. So Crystal, Crystal Connors with her broken hip and Molly, who's obviously recovering from her oh, yeah. assault. They both heal up and recover from their injuries mm-hmm. and they both kind of bond over the, f- I mean, they know each other anyway because mm-hmm. Chris, Molly was Crystal's costume designer mm-hmm. and they bond over having had this weird fleeting relationship with this mysterious girl who left them in this the mysterious lurk, violent woman who disappeared and they, they decide that they're going to team up and track her down and get some answers. Yeah. So this film is actually going to be a road trip between Crystal and Molly as they hit the road. Okay. Are they both still injured as well? No, well, they've recovered. Obviously, you know, obviously the wounds have, only healed on the flesh and they've got yeah. a lot of probably psychological damage but uh well i was just wondering if like crystal could still be like in a wheelchair or something no or... i'm thinking she's probably pretty i mean she's probably got a little bit of jip in the hip but okay. you know on the whole she's okay, they're, oh, they're okay, okay. Yeah. Sure, sure. on the whole they're both okay yeah that could be a plot point for sure but i, I like the idea of having these two supporting characters take up with a leading role now and like mm. teaming up and they just decide to track down Naomi, find out where she is and try and figure out what if she's okay because they're worried about it okay so I was going to say just track her down and beat her up or something. No, no, no. It's more it's more out of concern that they're like, you know, they want to know if she's... Because they inexplicably really like her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I hope she's okay. So let's find out where she's gone. <laughs> sure. So they start looking out for where she went. And they, they, they begin with a very easy lead because the trucker who picked her up at the end of the original film, he has reported that his truck was stolen mm-hmm. by her. Ah. So... Not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. So they track him down and interrogate him a little bit. <laughs> Uh, you could, they could be like playing good cop, bad cop, you know. I mean, like, they're just members of the public. He's just a guy. Mm. They don't need to interrogate him. They could just ask him nicely. But I love the idea that they do actually fully interrogate yes, him. Yes, I like... mean, I'm going with the vibe that Showgirls is a ridiculous movie. So yeah. nothing makes nothing quite makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So they interrogate him. And he admits that he had met her before. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he picked her up on the way into Vegas and then he, he randomly ran into her again. Mm-hmm. He took her as far as Death Valley, which is another part mm-hmm. of Nevada. And then he boot, she booted him out and stole his truck and left him in the road. Did you have to look that up? Or did you know that? I know, I know Nevada. Okay. Relatively, okay. You know, it's one of the more well-known American states. It's yeah, got yeah. quite a few landmarks. So yeah. They... <laughs> Sorry, I'd like to test you sometimes. Sure, yeah. So yeah, so she, <laughs> she, took the, she took the truck at Death Valley and disappeared. Mm-hmm. So they kind of follow her steps. And what I'm thinking is the, the majority of this movie I'm, I'm, I'm pitching here is that they keep following her trail of where she's gone mm. and that all along the way they keep running into people who have taken nomi been kind to her taken her under their wing mm-hmm. and all it's done is left them you know destroyed mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's brought them nothing but bad luck because yeah. she, she's just a force of destruction and bad luck 
So they could maybe run into like some kindly motel owners who let her stay the night for free because she had nowhere to sleep. Mm-hmm. The next day she'd burnt the whole motel down and was, you know, <laughs> you know maybe a, a few miles down the road from that, they find this like side road restaurant where mm-hmm. they, the owner allowed Nomi to work a few shifts as a waitress to make a bit of money. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up like high kicking a customer in the face for complaining about the food or something. Yeah. Just like <laughs> she's just constantly overreacting and causing more problems and just leaving a path of destruction in her wake mm-hmm. so they keep following her and following her you know and the trail keeps getting colder and colder and warmer and warmer it's you know it's a lot of back and forth and then finally they catch up with her and the place where they catch up with her is another famous nevada which is the state where mm-hmm. vegas is another famous nevada landmark area 51 ah right okay yeah great so they arrive at area, alien this whole time they arrive at area 51 and mm-hmm. it is a scene of total chaos <laughs> There are like <laughs> dead scientists everywhere. The equipment's all broken. There's oh, fires. It's, it's 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 dramatic. It's very mm-hmm. dramatic. And Nomi is sitting in the main, I don't know, equipment, whatever. Mm-hmm. She She's hijacked the main ma- computers, whatever. Mm. And she is sending out a signal to the cosmos. Mm-hmm. And the reason she's doing that, they confront her and ask her what the hell she's doing. And she finally reveals the truth about herself. She is an alien. Got it. Nomi is an alien. And this Got explains it. why she doesn't understand like basic human interactions, like she how to eat food or how to dance, how to have sex, how to have a normal human conversation. Yeah. yeah. Everything's so ridiculous. And this explains everything about her. So we get a flashback <laughs> and it turns out like pre-show girls, <laughs> she was brought down to earth as part of like a study group, mm-hmm. you know, a, an alien race that was studying earth by like impersonating humans. Right. Okay. Did, did you ever watch that sitcom third rock from the sun? No. Well, anyway, it's like that. Fine. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's basically aliens who like pose as humans and integrate themselves into society. Mm-hmm. And they would do, always do it in groups. But something went wrong and Nomi was abandoned. The mission was the mission went wrong and she was left alone with no none of her alien companions. Mm-hmm. And she was stranded on Earth, mm-hmm. not really understanding how humans work because she's, she's quite a young alien. Yeah. And that's why she spent the entirety of Showgirls like trying to live as a human being, just being this crazy ass bitch because... Yeah. She wasn't actually a human being. Mm-hmm. So she had to learn kind of by doing how to, you know, do basic things like eating or reacting in stressful situations, you know, mm-hmm. things that she'd never learned how to do properly. Uh, so Crystal and Molly, when they hear her, when they've learned her backstory, they help her to get a message back to her home planet. And it's a race against the, <laughs> it's like a race against the clock. To, it's kind of like ET at this point. Mm-hmm. It's a race against time to get her back onto the mothership right. before the FBI arrive and like shut the whole place down. Yeah. So they're like desperately trying to like help her to like reach out. Maybe they get a message back from her, her race, her home planet, and they send a spaceship down to pick her up and take her home. Mm-hmm. But before the mothership can arrive, the FBI turn up and it's like you know it's guns and they're and they're surrounding the building and they're like come up with your hands up, whatever, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Crystal, to help Nomi to get home, she distracts the FBI with a sexy dance. <laughs> So she does a full routine, you know, tits out, mm-hmm. just doing a whole Crystal Connors routine. What, meanwhile, Molly is helping Nomi to fi- finalize the communications and board the, the alien mothership, which has just landed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Molly takes Nomi up to the the deck of the mothership. Um, the other aliens disembark and we see and Nomi finally assumes her natural form, mm-hmm. which is just a giant nipple. <laughs> just a giant anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic nipple. Great. Right. Uh, uh, is it bright red? Bright red, of course, yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking this could be very like end of ET, where maybe she like points with something, I don't know. <laughs> points at Molly 
points at Molly and goes, I'll be right here. And just points straight at her vagina. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's showgirls. Uh, and then she gets on board and flies back down to her home planet. And uh, Crystal and Molly are left on the earth just tearfully waving goodbye. <laughs> and so that is Showgirls 2, Starship Hooters. Brilliant. Because, you know, Starship Troopers, same director. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah. That was my sequel to Showgirls. Well done. It was very much just like, well, Nomi's clearly an alien. And I just took it from there. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, no, that lines up pretty well. Cool. Very good. Should we move on to listener submissions? Yes. Cool. I have a few this week. Uh, RJ Ellie, RJ Ellie said a showgirls saved by the bell crossover. So mm-hmm, yeah. I know you've never seen saved by the bell, but obviously that's where Elizabeth Berkeley is most famous. So you could mm-hmm. maybe combine the characters. I don't know. Uh, Nick Bischoff said snow girls. It's what the lives and loves of strippers in Alaska. Mm-hmm. I like that. The idea of like, it's a, it's like a, an up, it's like a, the top strip club, but in like Alaska, like mm, depths yeah. of like, you know, it's always cold. So it's like, <laughs> What what's what's the a strip nipple, club? The nipples are always erect. Yeah, what is a strip club like in like Alaska? What is that gonna look like? Yeah. I'm interested. Would yeah. you call it the erect nipple? You'd have to, wouldn't you, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The frozen tip. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> uh Susie Baumgard said it's a horror movie where the angry fries take revenge on Nomi. <laughs> it's also a musical. It'll be very appealing. So, yeah. yeah. Very good. Andrew Russo said the show don't tell girls. It's the same movie, but exposition free. Hmm. Uh, Rose Weldon said a serious character-driven piece about Molly finding other girls with similar stories about Andrew Carver, the scary rapist pop star, mm-hmm. and her fight for justice after her attack and being left alone by her former best friend, Nomi. Mm, so that I guess sounds that's, fun. Yeah, it gives Molly the... I guess that makes Molly the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel Raphael said, I really want to know what the storyline is for the show at the Stardust that includes monkeys and some sort of black leather BDSM, BDS, BDSM number with motorcycles and and Adam and Eve outfits. So I guess these ones are like, what, what is this show? What, yeah. What's happening here? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, Connor Crehan said, Showgirls 2, The Crystal Connors Chronicles. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of C's. Crystal <laughs> Connor Crehan wants The Crystal Connors Chronicles. That is a hell of a lot of C's. Very good. <laughs> Ryan Klima said, Shogun Girls. Oh, yeah. It's like a Japanese version, I guess. Uh, Kaylee Chavez said, Showgirls 2000, Robo Showgirls. Mm-hmm. All the strippers are also robots. Yeah. Mario Holland said, showboys. I mm-hmm. guess that's just Magic Mike. <laughs> On Twitter, Gidget Von LaRue, at Gidget Von LaRue, said, Nomi starts a dance class in LA in which the son of the guy she beat up arrives to seek revenge and she has to use her own skills and the skills of her students to fight them off. Mm-hmm. I like that. She becomes like a shogun leader. Yeah. And finally, Martin MG Loves Fun, mm-hmm. our friend from our last episode, just said, showgirls too, all caps, show me your tits. <laughs> I mean, Martin, I think they did. Like, <laughs> I would say excessively. Like, you yeah. really want, you were left, if you end Showgirls wanting more tits, I think you've misunderstood the movie. I feel like I'm immune to it now. I feel like, yeah, tits are done for me now. I'm, I'm, I'm titted out. You're all titted out, yeah. yeah. You're titter-pated, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, there we are. Martin's not, clearly. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, a few days before we record. By putting posts out on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. To listen to more episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, in all of which you can also leave a fast review if you so wish. At this point, I would normally ask you to support us on Patreon, but as discussed, that's kind of winding down now. So all I will say is uh, 
thanks for listening and stay tuned for the rest of the show. We've still got another 15 episodes or so, mm-hmm. including our next episode, which is a Harry pick. Yes. So Harry, as we discussed, we are now purely in bucket list movie territory. Mm-hmm. So which of your bucket list have you selected for us next week? <clears throat> okay, well, this film, um, I'm not saying that it's inspired by Showgirls. Sure. But it's got a lot of similarities. And Interesting. It came, and it came two years afterwards. I'm intrigued. Go on. However, it did it well. It did it better, okay. Yes. Uh, it uh, it won an Oscar. Wow, okay. Um, it, it, it won Best Music. It was also nominated for Best Picture, Director, and Writing. I'm intrigued. Um, and as also, it's British. Did very, oh, did, okay. I've realized what this is now, yeah. Did, did very well in the BAFTAs as well, winning, winning, winning Best Film and Actor and Supporting Actor. Okay. The Full Monty. Yay, okay. So this, this should be a good time, This will be right? fun, yeah. That's a good film, yeah. A uh, classic, a British classic. Yeah. This has been on my bucket list for a while. I was gonna choose it in the next in the next couple of weeks, if not if not this week. But then after seeing this, I was like, now's the time. It's it's a it, it, it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. Great. So, okay. so this was always gonna happen before before we wrapped up, but now yeah. it's okay. Cool. Now it's now now now. I look forward to it. It's a good film. Yeah, great. Right. So join us next week, listeners, for the Fall Monty. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Different places.